I'm here with one of our audit managers, Darcy Santakumaran, to talk about a new report on Scotland's primary care workforce. Darcy, this report has a focus on healthcare workers and general practice. What was the aim of the audit and who are we talking about beyond GPs? The aim of the audit was to look at how effectively the Scottish Government's planning the primary care workforce to meet the current and future needs of Scotland's population. We focused on the general practice-based workforce of GPs and a wider team including nurses, allied health professionals and pharmacists because they're central to the success of the new GP contract. But many of the issues we highlight in the report are just as relevant to the wider primary care workforce including dentists, optometrists, community nurses and the care home workforce. What were the big issues that you found? What's clear from our report is that the Scottish Government's facing a significant challenge to increase the number of clinicians working in GP surgeries. One of the main barriers is training and recruiting enough new staff to replace those that are likely to retire over the next few years. And to be clear, an ageing workforce is one of the main issues being faced. Yes. Over one in three GPs and half of nurses based in surgeries are aged 50 or over. Younger GPs are also more likely to work part-time, so more are needed to maintain the same workforce capacity. And there's been ongoing problems with recruitment and retention of GPs that mean it's difficult to see how the government will be able to meet its target of 800 new GPs by 2027. Are similar issues affecting that wider recruitment, that wider team recruitment? Yes. Integration authorities will also find it challenging to increase the wider practice-based workforce in their areas as they're all trying to recruit staff over the same time period and are likely to find themselves competing with each other for staff. But you say the government's commitments to train additional GPs, nurses and midwives are on track. Will that not address the issue? The problem is that it's not clear how many of those trained will go on to join the primary care workforce in Scotland. They may choose to work elsewhere or in other parts of the NHS. The main issue is that there's a lack of reliable national data on current workforce numbers, costs, activity and demand, and that makes it very difficult for the government to plan the workforce effectively. Presumably then, those same data issues will make it hard for the government to assess whether the GP contract is achieving its aims they will. Um, One of the main aims of the GP contract is to move work traditionally done by GPs into teams based at the practice. The idea being to reduce pressure on GPs and allow them more time to focus on patients with the most complex needs. GP practices will be obliged to provide better data as part of the new contract, but plans for data collection aren't yet fully in place. That means there's no up-to-date information on what activity is being moved to the other team members or what hours are being worked by GPs. Finally then, is there a sense that the public understand what's happening with these changes? More could be done to help the public understand that in the future, when you make an appointment with your GP surgery, depending on what your needs are, you may be seen by a nurse, pharmacist or physio rather than a GP. That's not what most of us are used to, and so it's important that support is built for that change by increasing understanding of why the government has taken that path. The various professional groups believe a national campaign is needed, and we've previously reported on the need for greater public engagement to build support for change. Darcy, thank you very much. And if you want to read our NHS Workforce Report or any of our other work from 2019, you can download it from our website, audit-scotland.gov.uk.